0: Today on the podcast, I'm joined by former Syracuse basketball player, Jimmy Beheim. I talked with Jimmy about playing pro ball in Greece, calls from his dad after his games, trying to watch Syracuse games, and is it hero or gyro? Well, welcome back to another edition of the Inside Syracuse Basketball Podcast. And uh, this is going to be a special podcast today, folks, because we're going international. Uh, (laughs) We're headed over to Greece. And uh, we're our guest today, Jimmy Bayheim is currently uh, playing overseas and, and living over there. And so we welcome Jimmy Beheim back to the podcast. How are you doing, Jimmy?
1: I'm great. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's good to be back, back on the podcast and, you know, talking back with uh, some of my Syracuse people back home.
0: Well, yeah, we want to catch up with you and see how things are going for you over there. So, you know, just in general, to start out with, Tell us a little bit about the not just the team that you're playing for, but also the the city in Greece uh, where where you're where you're living. It's Karditsa.
1: Yeah, Karditsa. Um, you know, starting a little bit about the city. It's a smaller city, um, but you know, I've really enjoyed my time here. I think it's great that it's a smaller city for my first year being abroad. Um, it's kind of allowed me just to you know, make the transition a little bit easier. Don't have to worry about being in a big city like Athens or, um, you know, whatever, but, uh, the city is great. You know, the people are really nice. Um, the food is unbelievable. Some of the best I've ever had. Um, and you know, Athens, cities like Athens, Thessaloniki, um, are not too far away. You know, you can easily hop on the train and be there in a couple hours. So, um, it's been a really great city for me and, um, as far as the team goes, um, it's, it's the team's first year in the first division over here in Greece, which is, um, you know, I've come to find pretty quickly. It's a really, really great league. A lot of really talented guys, former NBA players, a lot of really, really good European players as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a great league and um, it's, it's, been, it's been a great start to my, my career, I think, overseas.
0: Why did you decide to sign with uh, Karditsis and, and go to the Greek League? Because I mean, there were other potential options, both here in the States and and overseas, right?
1: Yeah, um, you know, definitely really considered the G League, first and foremost. Um, really enjoyed my time with the Pistons in the Summer League and, um, you know, working out for some teams during, during the pre-draft process. But, um, you know, after sitting down with my agent and my family, I think, uh we just kind of dis- just we all kind of thought that that the best move would be for me to kind of start get my career started over here. Um and then you know looking at different countries over here. I was looking at Germany and, and a couple teams here in Greece mostly, but um, you know, just talking to people over here and really kind of getting a feel for um how good the Greek league is really um, it, it seemed like a, a pretty easy decision to, to come to Greece and, and start my career here just um, because of how, how good the league is. Some of the top teams are, are really, really incredible teams. And um, I think it just gives me a good platform and place to kind of, um, you know, be seen over here and, and, and uh, get in the door and um, learn from some really good players and and good competition. So um, that's kind of how I started over here.
0: Uh, you you mentioned the Greek league is is a very good, very competitive league, and you're right. And some of the teams at the top are well known, like uh, Olympiakos. Uh, there's another one. I'm not going to get it right. Penath- Kanath- uh
1: Penthenicos. I'm still kind of learning how to say it myself. I think I'm probably still messed it up. But yeah, two two really really great teams. So yeah, know, they're really good. Really, really good players. Yeah.
0: And as you mentioned, this is Karditsa's first year in that top tier league, and yeah. We were talking before we got started, if this helps anybody out there. In Europe, uh, the basketball leagues are a lot like the English Premier League. You, you have several tiers, and if you win a tier, or even if you finish runner-up, you get promoted. Last year, Cardizus wins the, the the tier two. They, they were the champions, and they get promoted, which is good news and bad news. <laughs> it's It's good news to move up a tier. But it also means that all of a sudden, like, you're in div- Tier 2 one year, and you're moving up, and, and that next year can be a struggle. And it, it has been a struggle for you guys this year, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's been a bit of a tough first half of the year. Um, you know, like I said, you know, playing against some really, really good competition. Um, you know, it's not like the NBA here where everyone has the same salary cap. Everyone has to pay guys the same amount. So, you know, you're playing against teams with – significantly higher budgets. I mean, not even really comparable. So um, you know, overcoming challenges like that. And um we're a young team as well. So we're always just kind of learning, um, learning the league, learning how to play over here, getting adjusted and and getting adjusted to each other. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, you know, all that said, you know, we've we've been in a lot of games, put ourselves in a lot of position to win some games. And I mean, we feel like we should probably have a couple more wins. So we're disappointed in that. And um, you know, we don't really use any of that as excuses, you know, first year in the league, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, we want to win. So um, I think, I think uh, we're positioning ourselves to, to do that in the second half of the year and just really starting to play some, some better basketball. And I'm kind of looking forward to, to the second half of the year where I feel like we have a little bit more favorable of a schedule as well and um, could kind of get this thing rolling.
0: You know, you grew up right here in Syracuse, the, so. Same last name is probably the most famous man in town. Your name's well known around here. You play at Cornell; they know who you are. You play at Syracuse for a year. Uh, you know, obviously, you're the son of the coach. You 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 probably couldn't go anywhere without being recognized. What's it like <laughs> to be a Beheim in Karditsa, Greece?
1: I mean, my my name could be anything. You know, they don't they don't care over here. They don't know much about college basketball. Uh, most people have never heard of my dad before. And, uh, it's cool. It's, it's a cool little changeup for sure. I mean, I'm kind of just Jimmy over here, um, just, you know, playing basketball, kind of learning, learning the league, learning the country. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, people don't really, people don't really know, which is, um, you know, something I've enjoyed for sure.
0: (laughs) Do you get recognized at all? Like when you go out, I mean, you're obviously you're at least you're six foot nine walking down the street. Do people now, do they know that you're, you're playing for the local professional team or do they not get recognized at all?
1: Yeah. People know um, people, a lot of people come to the game. It's a smaller city. So they kind of know, you know, who I am, who, who all the the guys are here. So, you know, they'll say hello. um, You know, there's a lot of fans, stuff like that. And even when I'm in a bigger city, like Athens or something, uh, especially once I start talking, speaking English, they kind of, they think they know that I'm there probably for basketball. Um, So yeah, definitely get stopped once in a while, but Nothing as far as uh, the last name or anything like that goes so far. Even just just being a college basketball player in general.
0: What's it like to have to overcome a language barrier? I know the the coach of your team is is Greek, right? And most of the players on the roster are Greek. Uh, that with just like two or three Americans, maybe. What what's the, what's the language barrier between like you and your coach or you and your teammates?
1: Yeah, so I mean, given the fact it's actually uh, you can have six foreigners um, in the Greek league over here. So we have five Americans and one one guy from um, Slovenia. So just given that, given the those rules and that every team takes advantage of those six foreigners, um, you know, all the coaches speak very good English, all the players speak very good English. So it's not really a problem. Um, everyone, as far as basketball goes, everyone's very. Um, accommodating and and, and it, it's very helpful there um, but you know just exploring the town sometimes you know maybe going to a bakery or a restaurant and you know they don't really speak English that much so just kind of figuring out how you can communicate them maybe you know the Google Translate app has become my best friend um, you know taking pictures of you know whole Greek menus and letting it kind of translate the whole thing and um, ordering things like that and uh, so it, it's been more you know not the challenge isn't there basketball wise but you know just kind of everyday life. Sometimes, you know, here and there you get it, Um, especially being a smaller city where there's not so much uh, tourism. Um, You know, the English is a little worse here than it may be in like Athens where you can go anywhere there and, you know, someone will speak English because of how many tourists they get. So, um, but, you know, all in all, it's really, um, hasn't been nearly as bad as I would have expected. It's really, um, you know, not too bad at all.
0: Have you been surprised by anybody coming up to you and going, Hey, Jimmy (laughs) Bayheim"?
1: No, that has not happened, no.
0: <laughs> not once?
1: Not once, not once.
0: Wow, that's got to be kind of weird.
1: Yeah, no, like I said before, you know, I'm just regular Jimmy over here. It's, 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 it's great. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right, so different. you mentioned
0: the food a couple times. You said, first of all, the food's great. You also mentioned you have to use a, a Google Translate. So uh, what what foods have you come to love or appreciate?
1: Um, I mean, gyros. I think first and foremost, that's how you say it over here. It's not gyros, but uh, you know, those are probably number one on my list. They're, I mean, over here they're just so good. I have them, you know, a couple times a week, probably uh, with satiki sauce. It's it, they're definitely number one on my list. But you know, um, I'm a picky eater. Always have been. My that was my parents' number one fear, especially my mom would be coming over here. Um, but you know, Greece is perfect for me, just because um, the food is. It's very simple. You know, they they have really good meats, um, lamb, chicken, beef, et cetera, et cetera, um, really high-quality stuff. And then, like, a side you know, potatoes or whatever it may be, sal- good salads, stuff like that. And I've actually ex- expanded my uh, my eating habits a little bit, which, you know, the people back home can't believe. Um, I send them pictures of some of the stuff I eat sometimes, and they can't believe it. But what? Um, yeah. I don't even know. It's nothing even that crazy, honestly. Just different salads. Um I'm trying to even think, I don't know, nothing too crazy, but you know, just eating more vegetables, eating more stuff like that. Um, so they're, they're impressed by that. But like I said, a you know, octopus, of the-
0: Calamari.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I eat some calamari here and there, stuff like that. But, uh, like I said before, you know, the food is really unbelievable. My girlfriend was actually just out here and, you know, she, she couldn't believe it either. I think she said she had a couple of the best meals she's ever had. So, um, the food over here is, is really, really great. It really is. All right. So a year Euro-
0: old, in Carditsis, Greece versus a gyro at the New York State Fair.
1: That's, that's not, you know, you can't even, that's not a fair comparison, you know, not not a fair comparison to the State Fair. Um, They're just so fresh over here. And, you know, this is where they originated. So, of course, they're probably going to be a little better over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's it like to live there? I mean, are you in a, in a are you renting in a home or an apartment? Do you have roommates? Uh, stuff like that. It, t- tell me what life is like there.
1: Oh uh, yeah, the, the, uh, I'm in a, I'm in an apartment. Uh, the team takes care of you know all living conditions. So you know an apartment, car, um, two meals a day. So all that stuff's you know really great, helpful. I don't really have to worry about anything like that. So you know on the daily, you know just kind of you know waking up, going to practice. Um, you know, spending some extra time in the gym and then, you know, coming home to myself and, um, you know, just just hanging out, relaxing.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
1: go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy
0: price price line that doesn't sound too bad
1: no it's really not it's not you know it's the first year you know i haven't had to worry about school or anything like that either so you know just being a full-time basketball player um has been great and you know just enjoying this extra time you know i've um you know, playing video games, watching movies, exploring. I've been doing as much exploring as I can around, you know, the city and in Greece as a whole, um, eating lots of food as we touched on. And, um, you know, just exp- I think uh, it's given me time to, to really uh, dive into my faith as well. I think, you know, expanding my relationship with God and, you know, reading the Bible and stuff like that. So all that extra time um, to do stuff like that, that, you know, I might have, you know, not allotted as much time to in the past has been has been great. And I've really appreciated that.
0: Well, I think I read that uh, the the area where you are in Greece has uh, evidence of residents living there as far back as nine thousand BC. So that's got to be some pretty cool places to go visit. What's been the most interesting for you?
1: Yeah, there's a couple. I mean, the first very first day I landed in Athens, uh, me and one of my teammates went to the Acropolis, which um, that was it's it's pretty incredible, you know, seeing you know how old the structures are i mean they've been there forever pretty much like you said so seeing all that stuff firsthand the view from the top is unbelievable um just the other day actually i went to there's a place an hour from here called meteora and uh it's some of the most breathtaking views i've ever seen there's pretty much they built monasteries way up in the mountains and there's these really cool natural rock formations um i don't even really know how to explain it but really just some breathtaking views views so i mean really just enjoying exploring um the country it's it's a really beautiful one
0: that sounds awesome it really does yeah. uh now we were also talking before we started recording the, the european basketball schedule is not like the nba uh it's spread out you and and because your team just moved into top tier they're not playing in euro league like a couple of your top teams will play a few extra games a week or an extra game. You've been over there since I'm not exactly sure when you can tell me, but you've only played like 11 or 12 games to this
1: point. Yeah. Came over in August. Uh, We played, you know, seven or eight friendly games. Um, And then once the season started up, you you know, we play once a week and, you know, every couple of weeks there's a, you know, an off week or something like that with the league. And um, like we talked about before, you know, it's because some of the top teams are in, in the Euro league, you know, the, second best league in the in the world after the NBA with just some really high quality teams and players. And, you know, because those teams play, um, you know, once or twice in the middle of the week, you know, we can't really play um, an extra game because uh, you have to, you know, because of those teams. So, um, you know, only playing once a week is tough, tough to find your rhythm and your groove, but, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it a little bit and it's just giving me some extra time to work on my game and, um, you know, watch some of those League games and see how, you know, the style of play is different and trying to pick up pick up, on some of what, you know, the best four men, um, over here do and trying to add stuff like that to my game.
0: Do your folks, mom and dad, uh, sister or brother, do they get a chance to watch you? Is there a way to watch your games?
1: Yeah, they, they watch. Um, you can actually stream the games for free. Um, the Greek uh, TV network streams every single game in the whole league, so, um, you know, Usually we play around 10 a.m. Eastern time, maybe noon, uh, depending on the, the the week. But so, yeah, they, they've been able to watch every game.
0: How soon after a game before you hear from either dad, mom or buddy?
1: I have texts, right but it's time I check my phone every time. <laughs> All
0: right. Describe the text. Like what's a mom text like? What's a buddy text like? And what is a dad text like?
1: My mom's text, you know, is just very – she's trying to pick me up. You know, like we've talked about, we've been struggling a little bit. So she's just trying to encourage me, you know, just to keep going and, and you know, just sending her love and stuff like that. And, you know, my dad's going to break down the game more. You know, just – he's also doing the same, though, trying to encourage me, tell me things I did well. You know, just – and we're just breaking down the game like we do. You know, the Syracuse games, you know, just talking about, you know, what went wrong, what went well um you know things you can do a little bit better stuff like that and then you know buddy it's because he's a player too you know we can kind of talk um and you know late just just being a player and stuff like that and um also encouraging each other and stuff like that and then you know my sister's like my mom you know just um trying to encourage me and, and and stuff like that
0: you get a chance to watch Syracuse games
1: Oh yeah, I've I've uh <laughs> I've stayed up till 5 a.m. probably a couple too many times watching the games. They most of them tip around 3 a.m. here with the time difference. And uh sometimes I'll go to bed maybe around 10 p.m. and and uh wake up at three and watch for a little bit and then go back to sleep. Uh, you know, some nights if we're closer to the game, you know, I'll just sleep through and watch, you know, maybe watch the game the next day. But you know, a lot of times I'm I'm uh I'm up, I'm up here at, you know, 3 a.m. watching some of the games. So I'm still dedicated, still loyal. Um, back to my fandom now, I guess, away from being a player and just back to being a normal fan. I gotta, I, I have to make sure I watch the games because you know I gotta be able to, you know, talk to my dad on the phone when he calls me the next day so we, we can talk about it and stuff.
0: And <laughs> know what kind of mood he might be in too.
1: Yeah, exact, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your impressions of the team?
1: I like the team. You know, I think it, the, the sky's the limit for this team. Obviously, a really young group, but a really, really talented group. Um, it's been awesome to see some of the guys just continue to take steps. You know, Jesse, um, Joe, I mean, seeing Benny and the, the leaps he's made this year, and I think he's still just scratching the surface. Um, and then, you know, seeing a lot of the young guys um, has been awesome, too. I mean, just, just, just the talent, like we said. And I think, um, you know, coming in as, as a freshman and playing big minutes is really, really tough. Um, I struggled a lot my freshman year at Cornell. It's just such a big adjustment, um, you know, to the to the college game. And, and, you know, they're doing a really good job of it. And I think, you know, week by week, they're just going to continue to get better.
0: You weren't home for Christmas. There was no time in your schedule. I mean, it's it's ironic because you guys often have a big gap between games. But you you didn't have that like you had a game like a day or two after Christmas. You you weren't home with family. What was that like?
1: Yeah, you know, generally speaking, I've been okay over here, but you know, Christmas around the holidays, it hit a little harder, harder, I think for sure. Just, you know, with that being family time. Um, you know, just really enjoy being home for Christmas. Um, so that one that one hurt a little bit, you know, waking up here and and uh, you know, we try to spend time with my teammates and stuff like that. we had practice Christmas night. Um but, you know, it, it was tough to not not be home for that one. But, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's part of the lifestyle over here. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, keep, keep, you just keep going. Uh, it feels like a long time since I've been home. I mean, it kind of has been. Um, but, yeah, we haven't really had any uh, – a long enough break, I guess, to get home and, um, you know, just practicing a lot, trying to get better, uh, stuff like that. So,
0: Did you get a chance to FaceTime or have a phone call or something with the family on Christmas Day?
1: Yeah, I shipped, I shipped, I got some presents here from Greece and, and shipped them home and, you know, got to FaceTime in the morning, um, their morning, right before I went to practice here. Um, watched them open the presents and, you know, just FaceTime for an hour or two. and uh, So, yeah, I mean, that that was nice to, to, to still feel like I was a part of it for a little bit and stuff like that.
0: What do you send home as a present from
1: Greece? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I went to a local jewelry store, got some stuff from, uh, from my mom and um, you know, ordered buddy and my sister some shoes and stuff online, and, and you know, I just sent them all home. I uh, got my dad a little Lululemon shirt for when he does his Pilates, so um, all that stuff made it home eventually. Um, and uh, I think I think that they all went over pretty well, so I was happy about that.
0: That's pretty good, not bad. Not bad <laughs> I'm
1: trying my best, trying my best, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I read that Carditsis is like one of the most bicycle friendly cities in Greece that like 30% of all transportation is on bicycle. Two questions. What's it like, <laughs> what's that like to have that many people on bikes over there and have, have, has Jimmy Beheim commuted to practice or gone anywhere on a bike?
1: I don't have a bike. So I haven't been on a bike over here. I, I was saying the other day, I kind of want one. Um, You know, usually if I go anywhere, you can really walk anywhere, which has been, which is really nice actually. So, um, I drive to practice other than that, unless I'm really going outside of the city, I don't really drive too much. I do a lot of walking. Um, but you know, the biking aspect is cool. You know, they call it like bike bicycle city or something like that. They have a bunch of bike signs and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's cool to see all the people, you know, you see people from 10 years old to, I mean. 85 90 years old on bikes it's it's pretty unbelievable sometimes they're they're in the middle of the road and you're driving behind them and you might be a little frustrated if you're running a couple minutes late to practice or whatever it may be but um you know it's cool just to see everyone out and active on on these bikes it's it's definitely a a little bit of a culture shock i think it's cool
0: i've driven in new york city boston chicago driving in cities doesn't faze me there's something about just the idea of driving in europe that might take me out. What's it like driving over there?
1: It's not bad. You know, uh, uh, I have a little tiny car. Um, it's kind of funny probably to see me in it. It's called the Nissan Micra, um, but it's great. You know, it's small. It's Parking is tough over here, so um, it's good that it's smaller. I can, you know, before I came here, I couldn't parallel park to save my life. I used to have to, like, get out of the car and make my my friend jump in the front seat in parallel park. But since I've been over here, I think I've really mastered my my craft. I'm getting pretty good at it. Uh, So a lot of parallel parking, but other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's very similar. Driving is very similar. You got to watch out for the bikers here in Carditsa, but you know, other than that, it's, it's not too bad.
0: (laughs) So a few months in Greece has expanded your food options and it's also made you a better driver. That's amazing.
1: I'm a new guy. I'm telling you, man, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Jimmy, uh, this has been a lot of fun and a real pleasure. Um, you know, thanks for dropping in on the podcast. It's always good to catch up with you. You look great. Good luck to you and the team, uh, over the second half of the season. And, uh, we'll be watching, uh, and everybody, everybody out there now knows they can watch Jimmy Boeheim's games on the, uh, the Greek basketball league streaming service.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's great to catch up and, you know, tapping with, uh, check people back home. All
0: right, man. Thanks. And, uh, gyros at the state fair on me when you come back next summer
1: (laughs) sounds good i can't promise you i'm gonna like them but we'll give them a chance
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right take it easy jimmy thank you i want to thank jimmy for joining me on the podcast today and thanks to you out there as well for listening in please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast and follow all of our complete coverage of syracuse basketball on syracuse.com until next time on the inside syracuse basketball podcast i'm mike waters